episode 29. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Good evening, Doronomy fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic in the throne itself. The man's throne, I would say, Mr. EC. Hey, hey, Asus. Good to see you again, brother. Good times. Happy times for United. Great to uh, be able to talk to you about it and other things tonight. It's going to be a going to be an awesome show once again. Well, EC, on, beh- on behalf of the podcast, I want to wish you and your wife a happy belated anniversary because I know y'all celebrated yesterday. I don't know when the date is, um, but the pictures on Facebook looked amazing. Um, you look like you had a good time. So, on um, behalf of the podcast, uh, tell you tell your beautiful, lovely wife. Uh, the twenty five years. It's a, the silver anniversary. Is that they call it the silver anniversary? Uh, <laughs> twenty five years of marriage. You see, I, I mean, I can only strive. I look at my wife every day and think about ways to to kill her, but um, 25 years is a lot, so. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, that's, uh, I'm glad you all had a good time. EC, there's been, uh, it's since the last time we talked, I know the last time we talked, we talked about Harry Maguire. He was in his little shenanigans in Mikados, and I think now we've, uh, there's been some light put on that, but since then, there's been a plethora you know what a plethora is, is easy? A plethora is? Yes, that means many. That means several developments. <laughs> so would you say if I had a plethora of sweaters, easy? Yes, okay. several sweaters. <laughs> so there's been a plethora of informa- uh, news coming out of the United uh, that it's it's intriguing. We have Paul Pogba out with down coronavirus. Aaron Wambasaka quarantine. Really, no news coming out of that specific. Um, is he is he positive or is he not positive? But he, um, Ola said he's been down in quarantine. Obviously, the results of the Harry Maguire uh, case has come down, and now we're having a seems like a barrage of news about transfer news. You see, and what we've been thriving, craving, craving for is this transfer news. Uh, I'm just going to start it off today. Uh, I mean, I'm going to start the pod with that. The Donnie, I'm going to call him James Vanderbeek, dude, like Dawson's Creek or some shit like that. But Donnie Vanderbeek, I'm going to, I'm going to call him Dawson from now on, boss. Um, Donnie Vanderbeek, uh, two United, uh, confirmed by Fabrizio Romano, I guess the, the burning bush that we call him has been confirmed that uh, he has signed United with United. <coughs> uh, he was on a medical today. But no official word from the club that I've seen. I don't know. Have you seen anything different? No, just just the God himself, Fabrizio, saying here we go. Um, we know that he's in for his medical, so that is huge. Um, I mean, there shouldn't be any issues there. So um, I'm going to assume sometime this week. I don't know. um you know what the date would be, but once you fly in for your physical, it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's 
it's official but not official. So he'll be holding the shirt sometime this week. Um, I feel as confident as I did when they were, you know, in the midst with Bruno. So um, super exciting. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm hoping to see more movement because I don't – we only have a couple more weeks, um, not for the transfer window, but for the league starts. And it's difficult to, you know, get players in when the leagues are, are kicked off. So super excited for this guy to come. Does everything you want as far as midfield goes. Um, he could start. He could come off the bench. He could replace players who, you know, who we think are unreplaceable, which is, I, I know I had that feeling a lot last year. Um, he could replace Pogba. He could replace Bruno. He could replace Matic. Um, no problem. So super, super excited to see him come. I, I don't – I'm going to lie to everyone. I'm not going to lie to everyone, actually. Uh, I don't watch Netherlands football. I don't get that channel here where I'm down, down here in South Texas. Um, but yet I know of Ajax by watching them in the Champions, you know, the Champions League. Obviously, the run that they made with uh, last year with Frankie de, de, de Jong, um, Matthias de Litt, uh not last year, but you know what I'm talking about. Not this last past season, but the season before. Um, right. that, that kid that Arsenal signed, um, Ajim yeah. something, uh, Ajim, a winger. Um, it seems like Donny Vanderbeek was the only left last piece of that that triumphant of what was uh, the, the 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 youth squad um, initiative there at IX, which we all know IX produces a lot of young talent. That academy is probably hands down, bar none, whatever euthanism you want to you want to you want to say. That academy and that um, and that uh, you know that that you know that that uh, pipeline is is probably one of the best in Europe. As uh, you probably La Messia, I hate to oh, you God, La Messia in Barcelona is also probably one of the same things. Madrid, um, United had uh, the same thing with the academy bringing this young talent. Um, uh, it's kind of fell off in, in recent past, recent history. I'm sorry. Chelsea is probably that, that resurgent has had that um, that you know that pipeline, but Ajax has been a stalwart of bringing in young European talent and actually spreading it across all of Europe and not doing what Byron did. Byron is keeping all the German players in Germany. They actually spread it across Europe, and you know they, you know they um they work out, man. Uh, I mean they, they. I mean I have to admit. So uh, that 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 kind of surprised me that he was the only one left after their run last year in the Champions League, you know, the Champions League that wasn't poached. Um, and I question, I question that. I'm like, why? What's wrong with this guy? But then you saw him play this year as well. Um, and I know people have concerns about what position he's going to play. We've already talked about it. We need to strengthen our bench. We need to. We need first team players on our bench that can replace first team players that we have now. Uh, whether it be injury, we're already seeing it right now. I said Paul Pogba down with coronavirus. Uh, he obviously is going to be um, if he doesn't have any underlying health issues with with Paul Pogba. God forbid. Uh, we're praying for him. Um, I know that's. I know a lot of people are probably laughing at that statement that I said. But yes, I do not. Uh, I do not wish ill will on Paul Pogba. I really do. Um, 
uh, you see the, the way the virus is. I hope he has a speed of recovery. If if he's not, if he does have any, um, if he does have any um, symptoms, I don't want him or his family, um, especially his newborn, uh, not a newborn, but he has a small child, his wife, uh, you know, to get to con contract this disease. And I really do care about the guy. Um, but you see it already right off the bat. Bringing in a player that can actually jump in and and play and, and and be put at that position in the midfield and an attacking midfield position. I don't understand because we've already had this. I think I think on several fan shows, you see. That's what I'm trying to get my brain wrapped around. Maybe you can kind of um, educate educate me for a little bit, okay? Um, they say Donnie Vanderbeek is now a box to box midfielder, right? He can right. play. He can play the. He can play the Matic part position. Yet he's also can somebody can be plugged in, uh, either at the Bruno position or the uh, Pogba position. We've already. I hate to say it. We've already been burned by the theory of a true box to box midfielder when bringing in Paul Pogba, because he's not that. Um, I don't want that same term to, how would you say this? Uh, I don't want that same term to bring down if Donnie Vanderbeek does not be the true quote unquote box to box midfielder, that somebody that can play defensive mid and somebody that can play attacking mid to, um, to be his stigma. If I'd, I'd rather him be, I'd, I'd rather him be playing the offense, the, the offensive, uh, the attacking midfield position, and then we do something. Uh, maybe next year, go get Declan Rice as somebody uh, that's going to replace Matic, because we all know the Matic is is good, but you saw towards the end of the season where he fell off, and I don't think either McTominay or Fred are up to filling those shoes in a defensive midfield position. I don't want Donnie Vanderbeek to be like this universal plug-in play um, player and people expect him to do what Paul Pogba did. He um, Because the I guess the term box-to-box -box midfielder is now is kind of irrelevant if you would just if you would say if, if you'd say um, there's no more there's no more Roy Keane anymore. There's no more um, Paul Scholes. There's no more Patrick Vieira. Somebody in that ilk anymore. Uh, Paul Pogba is an attacking midfielder. He does not get back and play defense. Uh, Bruno uh, attacking. Donnie Vanderbeek's the same way. I just don't want James Vander. Um, James. See again, Dawson's Creek. I'm saying Dawson's <laughs> Creek. Um, I don't want Donnie Vanderbeek uh, to get pigeonholed in this box and box midfielder kind of mentality. It, it could happen. Um, I think when, when Pogba came, I think everyone kind of thought he's going to be the number 10, he's going to be creating, and he played further back. And I kind of heard that throughout this week. Um, and I, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't look at a lot of Ajax games. I have seen him play regular season. I have seen him play Champions League, but not uh, to the extent where I would know um, too much in depth. But I do know this about him. He loves to get forward. Yeah. He loves to get into the box and loves to score. So I think we have to kind of wait and see – this is really, for me, what I've summed this up with getting Van de Beek, with talking to now Tiago, with talking about, you know, possibly Upamecano, with talking about possibly getting Sancho. I think the fans have to kind of relax, not on Van de Beek so much, but, but more on, on 
waiting to see what Ole's going to do with his system. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a big year for him because he's a 23-year-old kid. He's coming to the biggest club in the, one of the biggest clubs in the world, definitely the biggest transfer of his life. Um, no, no disrespect to Ajax, but they're not on our level right now. There was a time when they were amazing. They won Champions League with, with Van Hall, with uh, Edwin Van der Sar. We'll probably get into that later because he, he pretty much put it over the line. But this kid can play all three. And so, you know, if, if you're asking Pogba to sit back and play a six next to Matic, that, that's something he may do because, as we saw, Bruno's one of those ones that he likes to play every game, all game. I don't think I, I think I got. I think he subbed him off like twice uh, during his reign uh, so far last year. Mm-hmm. I remember him, you know, sipping on his milk when he was sitting on the sidelines. But um, it could happen. It could happen where they say we want you to play that Pogba role. I think it's going to be difficult for him because he likes to score. Um, I think it was in the you know I think a hundred and some odd games he scored forty goals. Um, in Champions League, he scored eight in, I think, 15 games. So he's not – if you play him in that CDM role, I don't know if he's going to be the one that's going to sit behind that, but in front of that front four and play defense. I think he's well, going to want – That's not the Pogba role. That's a Matic role. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you play him deep – so, like, if the system says, okay, Donnie, we want you to play behind Bruno, meaning he's getting forward – He's false nine, and we have four, three people up there with him. I think Donnie's going to want to get involved. And for me, I don't. You don't want to handicap. You don't want to make him not be who he is. Exactly. I think. I think it's really the, the whole season for me because so far the first, the first domino has fell. And for me, I've criticized the crap out of Ole. Now they're getting him some pieces, not all of them, but if they get him two more guys. And I'm not talking about scrubs. I'm talking about two more decent players. Um, a lot of people are really saying that Jack Grealish is now out of the picture because Donny Van de Beek has basically, you know, they've, they've taken a $40 million price reduction to get him. And it's, and it's good business. It is. It is. But it, bring, it brings up the point that you, that you had before. So I'm, I'm going to finish up on, on, the, on the positioning. I really want Ole to put him in an attacking position, but that's on what he sets up. But they started to talk about, the uh, that English player, mm-hmm. and what what I what they were saying, and I want to get what you think. They were saying that the the reason why they would like them to go more global is because global players get more of a discount for United rather than an English player because you have the English. You might play for the the English squad. Mm-hmm. You're an English foreign player, and it comes with more of a price tag. I don't know if that's true or not. And I'm not going to sit here and say that's that's what it is because I don't know that that's true. But you get a player who can play in the midfield, who's quality, who's two years younger than Jack, and I think United are off of it. And I, he's probably sitting at home punching pillows because at this point it looks like he's going to play for Villa again, and, and that was a struggle all year. Will he be the man again? Yes, but I don't see them winning trophies. So um, it's, it's one of those things where – you got a forty million dollar discount to get a guy in who's who's class, but I I think that the English price tag plus the United uh, Shield, it's going to warrant a little bit more money. I think Uba Makano is looking at fifty million. I want to say he's 22, 21 years old, and I, I don't I don't know if they're going to do that or not. I think it's just because they want to wait until next year when the release clause kicks in. So I think it's great business. Um, I just I would hate to see him come in, and already you've got 
Pogba, you've got Bruno. For me, the only one that's like, can he walk into the team, is that CDM spot. Mm-hmm. And Fred, Fred gets scored a little bit, but he can't score. Let's mm-hmm. just be real. can't. Donnie can. So if he maybe he runs the same system and says, hey, you do what Fred does. However, when you get in the box, we know you're going to put it home. That might be what he does. I mean, I for me, I'm going to try to get him in before Wednesday, get him on the pitch, get him practicing with the guys, fit him into those two Pogba's role, fit him into Fred's role, and see what he can do. That's, that's how I would play with him. I wouldn't mess with Bruno. I would let Bruno stay in that 10 right behind uh, Tony. He's the only one for me in the midfield that's untouchable. Pogba, for me, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Pogba's going to stay. Da, da, da. This is the biggest year of Pogba's life. There's no... For me, there's no, there's no wiggle room for him to say he didn't have players around him that were of the same elk that he wants to be in. If it doesn't happen this year, if he doesn't go to Madrid, you'll, I will be the first one saying, get him to Spain. I'll be the first one saying it before his agent says it. All right. Um, well, I just, uh, I'm not saying disagree with you on uh, yeah. about uh, about Vanderbeek. Um, is I would sit him. I would, I would, I don't want to. How do you say? You don't want to fix what you don't want to fix what's not broke. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think tough. the. I don't think the. Well, obviously, well, the may, uh, and I'm gonna put this on fatigue. I'm gonna put on yeah. fatigue. I think the end of the season fatigue played a huge portion on on uh, Bruno's performance up top, and. I'm going to give Pablo the benefit of the doubt, and I know you're probably going to have a heart attack when I say this. Fatigue probably played in Pogba's decline in the midfield. He was gassed, he was gassed but yeah. there's no excuses. No, there's no, no excuses. I'm, like I said, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to fix with the recipe that was working for us uh, with Matic at the CDM, and we have Pogba and Bruno in these two advancing midfield positions. I've, like, I told you, I mean, I don't know how many countless times on this pod – a four one two three was probably our best formation. And this was this is way before they actually started saying that shit on TV. Because there was it was always a four 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 three three. I was like, no, it's a four one two three uh up top. If he's gonna play that. I like the four four two. I'm old school. Um Sir Alex uh, I'm a Sir Alex disciple. I like that, but that's what you know. That's what he's playing. A four-three-three, but it's actually a four-one-two-three. Um, again, I would slowly bring in Vander Vanderbeek um, because the fact that there's going to be so much pressure on him. Bring him off the bench. Replace Pogba when he's tired. Replace Bruno. Let them mesh in the midfield. Hell, I mean, again. If if, if 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 Juan Mata is not is still on the pitch, play Juan Mata at the ten, play Bruno at the six, or Pogba's position, play Vanderbeek at the six, get some sort of continuity and not have that 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 you know that, that the position that we have not addressed yet. Um, uh, leave it up to the young young guys, young kids. Uh, but Vanderbeek, like I I'm in total agreement with you. Uh, he is an attacking midfielder. And I don't want him to be put in the Matic role, and then people say, "Well, see, he's a uh, he's a 
Dutch player. We should have got Grealish. We should have did this. You know, he see he can't. You know, he can't defend. He can't keep up with the the pace of the English game. Uh, he can't keep up with the physicality of the English game. I don't see him as a defensive midfielder at all. And and I know last last week, I, and I told I I made the I made the case for um, for English born English bred. But if we're going at a at a class, and we're going in, at, a, at a for a class international, as Vanderbeek, I think he can be, because um, he's proven it with Ajax. I think he's um, captain. Is he not captaining Ajax's team? I want to say. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think he is. I want to say he is, and um, if he's not. Uh, he's been a leader in the past two, two, three seasons. I mean, he's won youth cups. He's won uh, all the, you know, he's grown up in the system for Ajax. So I don't want the expectations of the United proletariat, I guess you could say. I hate to use that word, but, um, and then then rip him apart when he can't play a central mid, you know, central mid, uh, defensive midfielder position, when that's not really his position. He want, like you said, he wants to get forward. So his best, if in Ole, if he's a, if Ole is gonna be a, some sort of manager, I hope he takes my advice. Sit him, bring him off the bench, and come. You're gonna need him come November, December, January. When the game starts coming thick and quick, thick and fast, I'm sorry, that's the correct uh, term, uh, you're going to need him to come in and start when Bruno is maybe has a niggle. Pogba, obviously Pogba has uh, injury pass. Uh, you're going to need that, you know, need him to have some confidence. And if the British press is on him and tearing him up, saying that, you know, why did they, they spend X amount of dollars and blah, blah, blah. You're gonna tear this guy down faster than he, you know, that you brought him up. It can happen. That's what. That's my fear for him because, like I said, I think a lot of people are expecting him to be able to kind of be a jack of all trades, and that's why I'm saying I'm I'm really not putting it on Donnie. I'm I'm really, you know, it, again, if if they give him signings, I'm putting it on Ole to say, look, you've had you've had this is gonna be your second full season. Um, obviously, the transfers aren't coming in as fast as you want, but you've got to be able to create. You've got to be able to think on your toes. You know, we've got a player already in our starting lineup that's injured who, from what I'm understanding and reading through the papers, this kid was already injured and was just playing so that he could make the England squad. He makes the England squad, and, and now he's hurt again. So um, I, I think he's got to get creative. You're, you're not going to have uh, Igalo for a long time. Um, you know, I'm not rush Rashford back. I really want to see Tony on the wing with Igalo up front. Um, I don't think Mason's ready to play up front. So what? You Hold know. on, tell me. Rewind. What? Uh, what did you just? I, 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 um, you see, I'm sorry. I was messing with the board real quick. What did you just say? All right. Let me let me let me back let me backpedal. Uh-huh. Oh. If Rashford still stays hurt, and I think I honestly no, think no, 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 that's what you said. Okay. No, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> if if Martial is 
his ankle is hurt, which from what I understand, it's pretty bad. He got sent home from one squad. Ole has to understand, you bought a striker, you still need another one, mm -hmm. but you bought a striker who's a proven Premier League goal scorer, not like in spades, but he's a good goal scorer. Why would you not put him up front, put Tony on one wing, put Mason on the other, and have a go at it? If you don't, if you get Sancho, it's different, right? Because now I can just go ahead and say Sancho, Tony, and, and Greenwood. But that's we're we're still far away from that. And I wouldn't bank, I wouldn't play on it. I wouldn't bank on it. I would already be playing because Tom, Marcus isn't practicing. Like he's he's riding a bike. He's you know he's doing probably light li lifting, swimming, that type of deal. You have to already have a Gallo up front. Mm -hmm. Gotta have Tony wide, Greenwood on the other side. That's gotta be your front three. Cause who else are you gonna play up front? You're not gonna sign. I would love for them to sign another striker because I think you're right, and it's already happened. Rashford's already down, so you have to have somebody else that's gonna play up there at the front three. I don't want to hear anything else about these academy guys. Nobody knows what the hell they're gonna do. I know they're everyone's great at United on the U23 team. We just threw. <laughs> <laughs> three to three West Ham. I watched the highlights and I'm looking at the comments and they're like, oh, this kid, this kid. I don't care. What I care about is proven professionals who play professional football either in Europe, you know, maybe they played MLS and they're they're this diamond in the rough. I want to, I, I don't want to hear about the U23 kids. Brandon Williams played great and then you saw, we all saw, it kind of started to hit the wall. It, it, it was a rookie wall. He's 19 years old, but this is the Premier League. So I'm thinking on Shaw to get back, but, but speaking on who we have and what they need to do, they don't need to walk out curtain opener and here comes Marcus Rashford and everyone's excited. No, he was hurt before he went to go trial for the England squad, before he made the England squad. He was hurt, and he played through it just to make the team, and he played crap, and he just wouldn't pull him. So – you know, Tony's got to go wide. You got to have a Gallo up front. You got to have Greenwood on one side. No, I, the what I'm what I'm getting gotta at. Stay in the ten. Don't mess with. What I, what I was actually saying. Rewind. You said you'd love to see Tony on the wing. Do you know why I say? Do you know why I use the word love? Because Ole is like a. <laughs> well, because Ole he's like a he's a machine. And he's got to get more adaptable to what's going on. You can't just – if I see – and people are going to get pissed, but I don't care. If I see Daniel James starting for us week one, I'm going to get pissed because here's the thing. I know he played well. I'm not going to say he didn't play well in, in big games. Too. I've, I've big lost games. faith in him, you see. I'm, uh, I told but you. I've told you in the past. He just doesn't need to be – I don't, I don't want to see him starting. Coming off the bench, 20 minutes left, everybody's tired. Bring that engine in. And let him run past people. I'm I'm cool with that, but you have, for me, if you look at Liverpool's lineup, they don't have a quote unquote number nine. They have three guys up there because Firmino's a nine and he don't score goals at all. Salah and Mane score more goals, if anything, on that Liverpool team. They're all interchangeable. It's the same thing with um, City. Whenever uh, Cunagüero's not starting. Mm -hmm. Okay. When, he's, when not he's not starting, starting there you go. Okay. That's what I'm saying. When he's not starting, because Gabriel Jesus is not a nine. They put uh, uh, what's the other guy's name uh, from from Germany? I can't remember. Mares, 
and uh, and Sterling. They're not strikers. They just they're interchangeable fours that they play up front. Igalo's a nine. So if if you're going to have one of your I call those I call them hybrid wingers. I think that's what we haven't talked about that yet. But I think with one of them going down, because really Mason's a nine. He's just skinny. He's just he's small. I don't see him linking up play very well yet. Once he gets a little bit older, 22, 23, he grows into his body. I think then you can throw him up front. But right now, 20 years – no, he'll be 19, excuse me, 19 years old. Guinea, I think he's going to be able to play. We know Agallo can link up. We know he can come back, get the ball, pass it off to the right, to the left, and you know where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So Ole has to take use that as, it, to his advantage and not go, well, I played Daniel James on the wing, so I got to play him. I got to play him on the wing. No. If he does that, I'm going to be pissed. Because he's got players now that are there, and no, no transfers, right? Because let's say we had Sancho, <laughs> we have Sancho and Trainer. That's not the case. And and Mark, for me, I would like to see at least a month, because who made the decision to let him play at the end of the year? I mean, he was crap for at least four straight games, and they just kept playing him. And all the and all the while, we found out he was injured. He was only playing so that Southgate would pick him. That's horrible, and that's, that's yeah, horrible. And, I, and I, I, again, towards the end of the season, I, I, I told you I lost faith in Ole. I, I mean, I'm on the, yeah. I'm on the, You're on the record. Yeah, I'm on the record. I lost faith in him, and, and that goes to show lack of leadership from up top. Um, if if Rashford was <coughs> was injured, like you said, it's a rumor. Yeah. I just I heard a rumor. I don't know yeah. if it's true or not. All of a sudden, he turns up to England and he hurts his ankle, and now he's out. If Rashford was was injured, playing with with an injury, um, there's that the manager, a real manager, has to step in and says, "You're out." You know 100%. what I mean? I just need you know. And I, I in, in regarding Rashford's injury, I really didn't the the whole thing about what he said. Uh, I think it was today. You know, that he said he was gutted and, you know, Jack Grealish get the call up. Um, my opinion, like, it was kind of like a pity kind of um, a pity tweet or my, and this is what I read and maybe just, I love Marcus Rashford. You know that. I've been on this pod. Yeah. He's true United. He's a man uh, through and through. Um, yeah. Um, the way he kind of. Relinqu- relinquish his spot today on on social media. <clears throat> At least maybe that was it was the news outlet that I read. I don't know. I just um, I think Jack Grealish deserved Marcus Rashford's spot. After he, this, did. After, he did after after I mean because Marcus Rashford had that back injury, and then coming back after that back injury, his play wasn't you know wasn't up to par. And oh, he had one good game against Palace. That was it. And yeah, you're right. In one good game, um, and I think Jack Grealish actually played better. Uh, and then for him to you know t- you know to say what he said today, I know he is um, you know an English stalwart, and he is what it is for the English squad. But uh, sometimes you have to be um, humble uh, if you're not picked. And and I I just didn't read that. Uh, maybe I needed to hear it in context. Uh, of what he said, but um, I really was kind of disappointed because I love Marcus Rashford. Um, regarding his injury and getting back to Ole, 
uh, it's just one of those things like you're gonna you're gonna let the kids run the run the class. No, 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 no. You're gonna say you know uh, your ass is sitting down. You're hurt. You're only a detriment to yourself. Uh, and then also long term, uh, you're gonna hurt yourself like <laughs> like we did before Marcus Rashford um, uh, got hurt the first time. Uh, we knew he had a back injury. Ola still kept playing him in an FA fucking cup game. You know what I mean? And then he goes up and then he goes up for a header and then lands on his back and then he's done for. Yeah. That was in January, right? Was it January or February? I can't remember. Um, it was February. February. It was before lockdown. Yeah, before lockdown. And then you know he's going to be out, which was kind of like, I was like, dang, okay, good. He's not going to play the Euros. He's going to come back healthy. Come back, you know, I. I, I I try to see the silver lining in it, yeah. uh, and then he comes back. He goes back very quicker than um, expected, and then you let him run himself. You let you, the player choose when he wants to play, um, or how he's going to play, or what he's going to play, or how many minutes can he play. Because you don't decide to substitute him often. You let him play. I think what that um. Was it that Norwich game, right? Uh, I think him, Shaw, Bruno, it was Bruno, right? Uh, Bruno, Shaw, and um, Maguire played the whole game. But Marcus Rasher played a, a significant amount in that FA Cup game, right? Yeah, and he should have came off. Should have came off. He looked um, tired as hell. He just he just kept running and running, and he just looked tired. And he looked, I mean, who knows what? But <laughs> the countless. After we already secured Champions League, the countless uh, the Euros game, Euro games that we played, we still played him. I mean, it's just that kind of lack of awareness questions my question. I question all it for that because he's not he's not really doing his team a favor. He's actually no. hindering him. He's hindering him for the future. And then we see what Marcus Rashford has now. Uh, is now 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 doing? Are we gonna have him for the beginning of the season? Like you say, we're gonna start Dan James on the right on the left hand side. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be so pissed. No, you know that's uh, that, you know that's gonna happen. You see, Agallo's gonna. I mean, I don't know why. He, uh, again, why didn't you just give him a chance? Just give Agallo a you chance. See, you see, I've been saying. I mean, I've been touting Agallo's to start for a long time. I told you when Marcus Rashford wasn't playing good. What did I say? Martial, you said, I love to see Martial on the wing. I said that. I said he's a winger. And put him on the wing and put Greenwood on the right. And we're all good. We're all good to go. I don't want a Gallo to start over Tony. But what I don't want to see is him say, okay, let's just throw Daniel James in there because we know he can play on that (laughs) side because he's old, whoever he scored. It's about the timing of it. It's about the situation of it. It's about the fact that you have a guy who's out. You're not going to play Mata for whatever reason. You can say it's his legs and he can't get up and down the wing and he doesn't get back. Mata does not need to be playing in the wing position. That's that's fine, but to Mata's defense, he always throws Mata in with either two seconds left in the game or he plays him with all the scrubs. (laughs) Why doesn't get a fair run with the, the the dogs on our team, the big goats on our team. He gets to play with the backups. So I'm not saying play him on the wing. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is he's a better option than Daniel James, in my opinion, because he can hold the ball. He can pass mm-hmm. the ball. He makes some things happen. He's smarter. I just He's way he's smarter. Way smarter. Than way smarter. 
I just think James is a very fast player. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's working his butt off. At least his, his Instagram videos are showing that he does. So he's he's trying. I'm not saying he's not going to – he's 22. So he could get better. However, if I already know that I have a proven player uh, in Igalo, if I know I have a proven player in Rashford, if, if I know Greenwood scored – I think he scored 10 goals and he didn't even play half the season because he kept bringing him off the bench because he didn't trust him. I already know those guys can get it done. I don't need my front three guys to just play pass and catch to each other. That's great, but I need him to score some goals. Mm-hmm. And I don't – I just don't – I don't think James has it in him yet. No, 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 Go on loan because you can't be one of the front three because for me, I felt like Marcus, when he's in top form – Tony and Greenwood was a pretty damn good front three. And then you got right behind them, uh, Bruno, uh, Pogba, and, and Martial. I'm not, not Martial, but uh, and Matic. Now you can throw on Donnie in there. That's a pretty good front three, and our defense was already pretty solid. So I wasn't excited to the point where I'm like, we're going to win the league. I think Liverpool's going to win the league. However, Arsenal, I don't know if you got to watch the game, mm-hmm. pretty much handled them for the most part up until the last 20 minutes of the second half. Um, I don't think it's our league to win yet, but you keep giving them pieces. They've given him one. Give him a couple more. Then you got to turn the mirror to Ole and say, "Okay, what are you? What are you, what are you going to do with this team to make sure that when one of our guys goes down, you're opti- you're using the guys because the guy has gone in January. Like everybody knows it. He's out of here. Mm-hmm. Go to PSG. Yeah, he's gone. So if you don't get another striker, what, what what's wait, he doing? Or wait to January? Like I mean, I mean, once January hits, he's gone. And it's you gone. know the you know way we do transfer business. It's gonna be um, January thirty first at uh, English time. It'll be what eleven fifty nine. You know we signed some we signed some uh, championship striker, uh, and everybody's just going crazy. Yes, you're. I mean, you see, you're you're preaching to the choir here. You see, I think uh, several episodes I've been on this thing. Well, I've been I, on I, it as a we need I, another striker and Holland. And they're they're already. I mean, Holland's already getting you know. And what's pissing me off, Holland's already getting uh, shopped to Arsenal. Well, I don't know if you've seen this guy off the pitch, but he's he's pretty much a nightmare. He's Who? been in two bar fights, Holland. I don't know if anybody wants to give that guy a whole lot of cash and tell him to go run around Manchester. I'm just I'm just being real. With you. I've seen him in two bar. Oh, you fights. want him in London? I don't want him. I don't want him at my club if he's not going to act right. He's twenty one. You see, you are, you said you wanted Jack Grealish earlier, and I, I brought that up. I was like, do we really need Jack Grealish? I mean, the way... For, for me... <laughs> is 19 up. years old, or 19, 20. Jack has at least had some Premier League, you know. Holland's already... He's barely getting a taste of it. For me, Jack screwed up, and then was like, all right, as far as the partying goes. Because it's different. It's different when... It's different for me when you get caught out partying, and they go, okay, look, you're at a huge club calm it down. This is the second time I've seen this dude get tossed out of a bar in the past couple and of our months. Strike, and our strike and our captain? No, no, no. no Van, and uh, our uh, captain? And our captain? No, not our captain. I'm talking about, uh, you're talking about the striker at uh, Bruce Dortmund. I I know that, but you're talking about he get tossed out no, of no, a bar. No, no, you, you talk about Holland get uh, tossed out of no. a bar. And I'm talking, I'm talking about you know, I, our I, captain... I I know. I'm, you're talking about Holland getting top, tossed yes, at a bar. Yes, yes, And I'm saying, and our captain? What happened to him in a bar in Mykonos? For me, if, he, <laughs> if, if you do it once, because this is, this is how I am just as a person. If okay. you do it one time, okay. 
and and I want to see circumstances because we all know how that that story's turned and people are kind of <clears throat> yeah. We'll talk about that right. here shortly. All that stuff, but when you get caught once, you obviously got to go to the principal's office. He's going to sit you down and say, hey, you screwed up. Don't do it again. When you do it again, and you do it in the fashion that he did it again, I'm like, okay, maybe this kid likes to go out and have a great time. And when you're 21 years old, hey. and you're one of the best in the league, yep. and all the girls are on your butt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rain, <laughs> Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. <laughs> and that's the thing. You know, can I do it one time and then I can I can create a club at my house and all the stuff that goes down happens at my house? Well, uh, I gotta go. You, you forget about that when Jagielka knocked the shit out of Wayne Rooney right at his house. You forgot about but that. That's, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I can keep it in the house and maybe the, maybe no one there has their phones. Club Holland. Because you have to with okay. those big arms he's got when he scores. But no, I just think that, like I said, I I don't think that Igalos a better striker, but I don't think you put in lesser players just because they played on the wing, just to spite Agalo. It's as, if, it's as if he's pissed him off or something and he's like, nah, he can't do it. Because what only about, wants to play so fast and get a pitch and Agalo's not that fast. That's the only thing I could think of as to why he won't give him a chance. What about, um, I don't know, okay, we'll get off Holland. You know, you know, everybody yeah. knows how I <clears throat> feel about Holland. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, no matter bar fight or not bar fight, you know, whatever. Hey, everybody wants to have a good time. Uh, what about Josh King? A Bournemouth? Bournemouth's relegated. Um, I, I, I hey, no, no. Hey, we're, we're supposedly Go ahead. Tell, me, tell me on him. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not. No, no. I'm not trying to sell you on him. I'm just saying, as a poor man's, as a poor man's replacement, I guess you could say, um, we're in on him <coughs> supposedly. Quote unquote, we're in on him in January before we signed uh, Gallo. We were. Um, now that Bournemouth has been regular, relegated to championship, uh, obviously, I know he would want to stay up in the Premier League. Uh, apparently, Ole was keen on him. Uh, what do you think? I mean, if we could sign him for 20 million, let's say 20. I'm going to say 20 million. Just to be nice. Um, maybe it's may, may, more like um, economical. Because I'm pretty sure Portman's going to want a little bit more. But I don't think they have any leverage in, in, in this position. Because they're in the championship. And, you know, Josh King's like, no, dude. Uh, United's calling. You know what? Uh, I'm going to have to say peace out. So, say $20 million. Would uh, Would that be a, a sufficient enough striker that has proven himself in the Premier League? For your your taste, EC. I'll, the only reason why I'm saying though is because we had him. It didn't work. I understand, you know, Ole and him have a, a relationship. Okay. I just want someone there that's gonna put a little fear in Tony's heart, just a little bit. Even if it's a little bit more than a little bit, Cavani okay for me on the free. He, he might he might scare him. He might Cavani? scare Tony, and they, but he might go. Wait a minute, I'm the number nine. And all they go is, you are for right now. But have a couple bad games. Okay. And watch Cavani come in there. I didn't think you I didn't thank you for a Cavani guy. Well, here's the thing. Because he's if old, that's why. He he is old, but so is a Gallo for, for for football standards. But I don't want I don't want someone to come in and Tony's gonna laugh and go, Oh, you're back again. What are you you gonna now you're gonna come off the bench? You're supposed to come back to the club and start. That ain't happening. I think Cavani is, has presence. 
He has he has the mindset. He understands how big of a club it is. He's not going to be afraid to walk into a big club like that. I wouldn't have any any major issue um, with him coming in. It, I would have liked it to be somebody like Timo because it's more his age, and that really puts the fear of God of like, okay, oh, yeah. man, they really they like me, but like they're really shopping <laughs> around because if something goes wrong, I just want us to get back to when we had three and four quality kids to put in there to where when one person went down, I mean, look at the person who's a manager now. Uh-huh. When Ole was there, there were several people ahead of him. You see, you, was, you did, no, 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 no. You see, you're, you're regurgitating my, my comments from several podcasts ago. I said mean? that, I said that, I, I have said that, I want more competition. I, I told you about Dwight York. I told you about, you know, yeah, um, Ole, Sharon, uh, Sharon. And when you, yeah. you laughed at me when I said we need uh, strikers at a, at a, uh, as a position of need. You laughed at me, you see? And now, 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 now you changed your tone. I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset. I'm going to call plagiarism on this, this pod. I think your stance was more, we got to move him on. I think that's what we were talking about. It was not. No, no. I said, we need a different type of play because we, I mean, just like I said, we're going to, we're going to play people that are, we're going to play the fast pace, you know, Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, uh, Man City, Arsenal. And then we're going to play teams that, 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 that Martial can't break down. Because and you you said it because he doesn't get service and this is where I have to push back on you and Dan James, Dan James give balls in the in the box. It just we didn't have a striker to get on the end of it because our striker was halfway uh, up the pitch. No 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 you I, see and I mean I, I don't know if you're no 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 see uh, no 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 or at least Greenwood oh, Rashford do we had no striker you know we had we didn't have a striker attacking the box dude. I'm telling you, okay. our striker was back. Like you said, he was back. Oh, I need, I need to get the ball from midfield and make plays and run and run on the left, bring it on his right and bang it in because that's Martial's mo. Uh, you no no no, you see, you see, no, no, I'm gonna no no yes, please let me go. I said we need somebody to have a different type of play because the fact that we're gonna play your uh, Norwiches and we're gonna play your. Lower level teams are gonna park the bus. We need some a different. We need a different kind of number nine. That's actually gonna actually head the ball. That actually is gonna put his foot in. That's gonna you attack. My point. Keep on talking. I'm, you're, what you're who, Martial heads. I mean, Martial can win a header. When's the last time Martial won a header? Last season he had two, but I'm not done with my point yet. Oh, Keep on going. What, uh, what point? You see? Okay, we're gonna need somebody to you know muck it up. I got the video. You, I, oh, all right, please, please, please I share. So what I did because I knew I knew this was going to come up. I went and looked because uh-huh. I kept hearing two goals, two goals, and I hear, and I've heard people overseas say, "Oh, he comes off the left. That's all he does." He scored seventeen goals in league. And what? Of of the seventeen goals that he scored in the league, how many of those goals did he score in the box? Not off the left. Because I counted the ones off the left. How many of the 17 did he score well, in the box? Well, his hat trick alone is, is nullified because it was a Marcus Rashford dink. Yep. Then kick know, those out. Kick those out. Those How three. many did he score and so in that's the box? Now we're down to 14. Yep. Um, I would say... 
you're gonna feel so bad because I got the video to back it all up. I was I was just laughing. I, would, I don't know. No. Okay, okay. What are you talking about in the in in the box? I'm talking about him being in box when he hits the ball to score the goal. Not like because there's one say, where he dribbles outside. I'll give him, if it's 14, I give him half seven. Nope. What is it? 12 goals of the 17 goals he scored in the league were in the box. And you, you can't doctor the videos. I'm not They're doctoring them. Okay, well, how, how, many, how many were it? Bring it in the left, bring in the left hand side, put it on his right foot, and bang it in. How many of those? I mean, how many of those? The rest of them. Huh? The rest of the rest of the Tony's were, were, were they the same the in the box? No. They were off the left, outside of the box, uh, coming from the left, scoring a goal. Okay, tell me the about rest, tell me about the twelve ones, please. So, uh, uh, I'd have to look the video. The but dink I, again. I, I remember the dink. The dink was good. The dink. Uh, the one on the right hand side. Okay. The the left. I mean, I remember him scoring like at the angle. It was, it was a very tight angle. It was, it was that was an awesome goal. But tell me how many goals were on the left hand side of the box. There was five off the left-hand side. On the, the left-hand side of the box, right? Yes. In the box. In the five box. Of the, um, no, plus, from the left. Plus, no, 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 I'm sorry. In the box, how many were on the left-hand side? I want to say maybe one. Wow, you lie. Lies. I'm not. Lies. I'll show the video. Send me and, the video. I'll, I'll right. see it. And when you see it, when I'll, you see it, Remember, I was specifically, if he came anywhere from the left, I was like, nope, because he's not going to count that. He scored 12 goals of the 17 inside of the box. And people people go all the time. I thought he had more goals. No, he had huh? more goals than that. I'm talking about league. He's no, 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 no. Hey. FA Cup. Hey. <laughs> We're talking about, you're talking about a striker. Wait, I, I, can't, wait, well, I didn't look let's at those. Go, let's I let's go. Them. Let's go. I, I mean, bring up all of them. What my point is, people's myth about him coming off the left and scoring all of his goals is not right true. And oh, how many? So, you said two goals ahead, two headers. Yes. What's what's wrong with two headers? What's wrong with twenty-three total goals, two headers? The rest of the goal, twelve of them, over fifty percent of them were in the box. They're not on the left like people want to. You know why people say all of his goals come off the left? Is because that's where the highlight reels come from, and everyone goes, "Oh, there he goes again off the left." Those are the awesome goals. You that see, can't my eyes don't lie. My eyes don't lie. You're telling me. You're so, you so telling you. you you're telling me. I don't see. I see a different. I see a different game. I, I can't wait to send you this video. I, you're send gonna, you're it. Gonna, send oh, it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring I feel it. So bad. I'm telling you. No, that's fine. And, and I, I, and I'll I come. I'll, if I if I agree with you, I'll come on this. I'll come on next pod and say, you know what's right. Okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Instead of instead of the twenty three goals, how about you send me his career goals? Let's let, let's see about that, Mister you know Inconsistent, Mister Inconsistent, Mister Fragile Freddie Taylor. You know you what tell else me. I did. No, no, you tell me. No, no. Uh, what did you do? You know what else I did? Just this is just for you, because I because you because you talked to me about Lukaku and how he's a how he's a forward. Do you know Lukaku's best statistics? What it was? It was 2017-2018. That was his best. Scoring record at Manchester United. Best season he's had at United. 17-18 season. You know who had better stats than uh, Mr. Lukaku? This season? Who? Go ahead and say who? it. Say it for the crowd. I, I would assume, I would assume, I'd assume you're saying uh, Tony Marshall. Tony Marshall. Had Marshall. Better statistics 
than Mr. Lukaku, the 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 score. I didn't say. Dude, I didn't say. I, the I guy just, hey, has, what about this year? He had. That's what I'm saying. This year he had better stats than Lukaku's. No, 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 no. What about Lukaku this year? At Milan. Yes. Or or wherever he's at in yeah. Italy. I know, I know he did in Italy, but I know he did at United. He didn't do better than Tony. In his best season. Oh, I mean, oh, now, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull an EC card right That's here. Right I'm gonna here. pull an EC card. Uh, who did, uh, who did Lukaku have delivering for him? Did he have a midfield delivering for him? Uh, who, what, what? I mean, that's what you're gonna pull. That's what you're gonna pull. Oh, you're gonna say like, you're gonna say Pogba. Pogba didn't have anybody playing alongside him, so Pogba's not a shit player. He's just the rest of the team shit. So you're saying that when oh. Lukaku. Boring hit and had his best season. You're using my argument to say that he didn't have any kind of. Hey, 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 it worked for you. It works for you for Pogba. It works for you for Martial and Rashford. Hey, I'm gonna. Hey, it works for. It for, works for Lukaku. Cause look at Lukaku now. Lukaku. What? Uh, in- what uh, no, no, no. But how many goals does Lukaku have now compared to Martial? To this year alone. In total, he has 24, I believe. Alone. Yes. Nah, bullshit. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna fact check your ass right now and send me that video because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. You're on, gonna, on a you're break. gonna feel so bad. You're gonna huh? be like, damn. I am not. All those Anyways, I didn't mean I didn't want this to go away of Tony Marshall, uh, but I just said it's funny how um, how you're saying we need a striker when I've been saying that all along. I just think we don't have any depth. I, I said that too, and you're like, "No, we do. We have Martial. Yeah, Fragile Freddie Taylor. Fragile Freddie. He gets a little nick. The French, like he's a, he's a typical French. I just think he falls over. He falls over. I just think for me, I, Lukaku striking you twenty goals. Like that's I not. I, I didn't want but, Lukaku. You see. I think Lukaku was a cancer. So I mean, I'm not trying to defend Romelu Lukaku, but I'm just saying. I just don't think we missed that type of striker, and it's it's a proven fact. And I just think if you're if you're showing me what he's doing in Italy, I think he could have probably did a little bit better in England. But I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, what do they got that's tough other than Juve? For me. I mean, you're going to play two tough games all year, and, they're, and, you're, and you're not going to win. <laughs> 22 goals in uh, Serie A, seven goals in Europa League, uh, two goals in Coppa Italia, and then uh, he had two goals in UEFA Champions League. So I would assume that's 32 to four goals total. So I think he kind of, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you're thinking about Romelu Lukaku. Your theory uh, is a little null and void. Anyways. I'm just saying, I would rather have Tony. I, and you know what? I, I would, but I'd rather have Holland before Tony. I think Holland's a better goal scorer. And I think he proved it last year, too, uh, in the Bundesliga. So, yeah, we're going to get off the Martial topic and the striker topic. But, EC, <coughs> um, more transfer news. Uh, the our, our Donny Vanderbeek uh, news got kind of hijacked with other um, with other needs, and I know we in our past pod we have talked about our other needs, um, but um, God, I don't want to butcher this guy's name. You say it a lot better than I do. 
<laughs> the defender from uh, Artsy or uh, Ar- Ar- Leipzig. Yep, Uba Makano. There you go, EC. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Uba Makano is also um uh it's uh, it's also been rumored by by the high up by higher up journalist that that's our next uh, that's our next poach. It seems like United are on a fast track right now to get his signings in. It's Uba Makano, I've heard. I've heard the Jane Sancho um deal is not dead. And then they're talking about this left back or right back, I'm sorry. Right back, right back. Um Bashili. Yes, that's the guy I told you that had a uh, very beautiful face. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, EC is drinking bourbon wine right now. So, <laughs> have you looked this cat up yet? No, I have not. You've got to look this cat up. He's not Cristiano pretty, is he? Is He's he, is, not, is he Fernando say. Torres pretty? Because that, I mean, yeah, as a liver, as a Manchester fan, I mean, I was, I was taken aback by uh, Mr. Fernando Torres. That's all I have to say. He is a very different looking individual. It might be the picture. Oh, you're I'll talking. You're talking about the dude has a butterface. Yes. Oh, guy. I thought you meant. Oh, I thought you meant like he's pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. No. Okay. No. I, right. I, I told you that. I told you that on on the, uh, a call. He's yeah. Not, yes. I don't. And I think they put a bid in and he re, they rejected it. The club did. I don't think he uh, rejected it. But he's still in play. And then obviously uh, Tiago's still in play. Yes. <laughs> Let's get to Ubermakana first. Yeah. Um. People are, I guess, poo-pooing on the the fact that uh, Uba Makano is there because Harry Maguire is, um, plays on the left side, is a right-footed, and Uba Makano plays on the right side and is right-footed as well. Am I correct? You are correct. So I know people want a Harry Maguire to play on the right side because he's right-footed and bringing a left-footed center back. And that's the news, that's the banter, that's the um, talk coming out of uh, of England in the in the fan camps. But looking at what Leipzig did, yes, it was a shortened um, Champions League season. Uh, looking what they did and looking what their what their defense did is would Uwe McConnell come in and um, compete? I'm not going to say start right away. I don't want to do that because. Um, it's a you know it's a lot for a kid. I mean, because he's young. Um, but would would his talents, um, in would his talents, I guess, transcend to the Premier League? I think they would absolutely. Um, I've watched him a, a bunch on purpose, um, and not just Champions League. He he is the real deal. Um, I hope they don't wait. It's what are what is what is attributes? Give me a give us a rundown. I have not so, I have not so, so describe this guy. So he's very tall. Um, he's actually if you look back into his history, he actually played as a right back. Um, so he actually has a lot of pace. So he's very fast, um, good in the air, but better on the ground. Meaning he has great touch. He passes the ball very well, and he's not shocked on the ball. So like. The way that we're trying to play it out of the back, Lindelof looks shaky, plays shaky. Even De Gea plays shaky balls. Upa McConnell is a type of center back where he gets it, he gets his head up, and he'll even make a cheeky pass. He'll even make a scoop it over the top of the, the striker that's trying to get the ball pass. 
as if it's nothing, and he's only 20, 21 years old. So yeah, yeah. I I think he's ready. Um, he showed that. Um, the last game I watched him play was Champions League game, I believe, against – was it – were they against Bayern or were they against they, – it wasn't PSG. City. They lost was to PSG. It? PSG. Yeah. So, so I I watched that uh, first leg. I think you watched the second leg. I'm not sure if you had a chance to watch. I know you were going to uh, try. It was, it was one-on-one. It was a one-one match only. So they only played one match. So, but well, yes, it was a it was a it was a it was a a good match. Um, I watched it, and but yet um, I don't. I need to. I need to see this guy's full body of work because yeah, I understand it's <laughs> yeah. overseas and it's not the Premier League, and he's young. I just I don't trust Bai over a consistent basis. I wouldn't trade him. I would actually keep him. I know people are going to say, well, you have uh, – who's the center back that we have that's consistently hurt? Hi. <laughs> uh, Min, uh, Min, uh, not Minty. Uh, God dang it. I can't remember his name now. I'm drawing a blank. Well, there's Fosu Mensa. There's uh... – Yeah, so Fosu Mensa, Timothy Fosu Mensa, and then there's another one. He's a – You got me in Brayman Fart now. Um but I think Ubu Makano is going to be consistent. I think Lind- Lindelof, if you're trying to make these Sancho deals happen, can't you get 20 to 30 million for Lindelof? Well, can't hey, you make that? There's also your best buddies coming back. Smalling. Well, I just saw, I just, I don't know if you saw Fruitsu Romano uh, just put out. I have not, I mean, uh, I was working on my intro to this pod, so I have not seen Twitter right now. So what can you give us, give us a skinny. So either in however you want to take it, because I can't I can't say the guy's great, so it's, it kind of is what it is. But Fabrizio has reported that we're going to cut ties with Smalling, and he's going to actually sign for Roma, or free? several clubs are in line. So he's not he's not coming back. On a so free. there there are uh, on a free on a free transfer. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I just know he is not. So either Roma, it says either <clears throat> Roma or some clubs are in. United is going to cut ties. So he's going to be out. That yes. I ju- he just that out. Um, and I I think it's a good thing for me. Marcus Rojo, um, Ro- Marcus Rojo should be going out as well. Uh, oh, that... man. Rojo's putting out tweets and stuff. He's got his New Jersey number for the year. I don't. I think he's very, his wife's been bragging about the, the, the spending money, and she's very happy about the wages she's on. And, I mean, if, if you look at Rojo's situation, he doesn't really have to go anywhere, which sucks. But contractually, he can look at it and say, "You don't want to play me, but you want to give me a hundred grand a week because that's what he's on over a hundred grand a week." Mm-hmm. He he kind of has the upper hand. So I would like to see him leave. That'd be nice to get the wages off, so you can bring in the likes of of a Sancho, bring in the likes of a Tiago who's on a big wage right now. Um, but now he's he, he's playing it as if he's coming back, as if he's, he's gonna have the. So I, I hope you're right. I hope that he's gone. Because for me, Smalling, Rojo, Pereira, Lingard, I think they should be traded. I think there should be some kind of value in those guys, you know, 15 million, 20 million in that range. You know, Jones is maybe in the $5 million range. I forgot about you Jones, know. yeah. I forgot about Jones. You know, 10 tops. I think if you can get some of that wage off, um, and, you know, and, and tell, you know, tell them all, Hey, great. We, we loved you. You were great while you were great. It didn't work. We're going in a new direction. I think then you can start to see some more dominoes fall because 
you know, for me, getting getting Sanchez off that's 400 grand a week, that allows you to go. Okay, we've got the capital to go ahead and give 40 million to Van de Beek, but but now we can put him on a decent wage because we're probably going to play him quite a bit. So, I just think it was it was good news to to see Fabrizio put out about Smalling because that kind of it, it lets us know that all they didn't favor Smalling at all. He he didn't he didn't yeah, want to deal with them. I mean, the Chuckle Brothers, him and Jones, and the next thing the next domino to fall. To get rid of that, oh, the fail, well, I, I the failed I, experiment was the replacement for Vidic and Ferdinand is Smalling and Jones, and I had so much hope. You see, oh my God, I had so much hope, but yet I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to be a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, the word is, I'm not going to be sentimental. You know, I'm gonna, hey, let's yeah. go, cut ties, let's go. Uh, beginning back to Uber Meccano. Yeah. Uh, the numbers are, what, $50 million? Am I correct? Yeah, but nobody – they're not putting anything out. I think that next year his release clause is a lot What does his build look like? I, 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 he seems pretty and, – and the only reason I say this because um, Bai and Lindelof look <laughs> – for the Premier League as a center back, they look – Thin. They don't have much build. Yeah, Bai's no, ripped. Oh. Bai's ripped. And what I've seen in photos of Uma Kano, I think he looks a little lanky for my my taste in a center yeah. back. And, you know, uh, he, uh, but but he might have, like you said, the talent might be there on his footwork. Uh, uh, Rafael Varane is not very, you know, muscular. It doesn't look, doesn't yeah. look very muscular uh, with the jersey on. Uh, what is, I mean, what is this guy's, is he physical in the box? What is he, I mean, get, tell me about it, his defensive prowess. So he's very, very aware. That's probably the best attribute I think he has is his awareness. So when you're playing next to a center back who's slow as McGuire is, he's going to be able to do what Ferdinand did for Vidage and mm-hmm. clean up. And that's what Harry needs. Harry needs someone that's going to be aware that's going to get to the guy that's going to get past him. That's what Upupacano is going to do. He's going to be able to pick out a pass. I mean, this guy picks out a pass like you haven't seen a center back do in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised it's taken so long for them to get on him because I saw it and I was like, who is this kid? And then I saw him, I seen him do it against better talent. I'm going, he just looks, he doesn't even look like he's, he's, he's shattered at all. And, you know, coming back into next season, because I was looking at a, uh, I was looking at a German game, and the stands are getting pretty packed. Like they're getting really packed. So I think Europe is going to be a little bit ahead of us in, in the states as far as getting people in the stands. But yeah. it's not going to be seventy-five grand that he's coming into. So it's not that he's afraid of that, but it's going to be a lot easier to transition, you know, from the league he was in to consistently playing. And I, I personally think the Premier League is the best league in the world. Um, for him to transition into that week in and week out, um, going get, going up against some of the, the best strikers in the world, I don't think he's going to have a problem. In fact, I think he's going to relish the fact that they're saying, because if it was me, I would start him. I would say, we need you to stand beside this guy. This is what, this is what he's been missing. Mm-hmm. And I think Baye's got peace, but Baye's so, you just don't know what the hell he's going to do. Is he going to get a penalty? Is he going to have a, a is he going to pass it back to the goalie and accidentally pass it to the net? You just don't know what the hell the guy's going to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think Ubu 
he fits the mold of what Ole wants. Young, up and coming, really good, proven in their league, now come do it in ours. I just think that's what he's looking for. I think he, he ticks all of the boxes. I hope they don't wait because I, for me, if you can get Van de Beek, Upamecano, and Sancho, to me, you hit a home run. To me, to me, your your transfer window was great. I checked all the boxes, other than striker, which we already talked about. Yeah, yeah, you. But I'm saying like top notch. I'm saying yeah. like I didn't see any of them. I didn't see us getting anyone. I was kind of like in the in the doldrums, thinking we're just not going to get anyone. And then today happens, and you're like, okay. Well, well, and then hey, well, hey, well, don't. I mean, the, the, we have not crossed the line yet on the Vanderbeek. No official words from true. the club. That's true. No official. Club. I mean, because Romano. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, Romano said the Sancho thing was done deal. Personal terms are agreed, agreed upon, and we're still here. So <laughs> I don't want to get the fans, you know, <laughs> all hot and bothered. You know, hot <laughs> and bothered. But you the, know, San- the, the Sancho thing, though, for me, I think it, it, it's going to sound weird, but I really. When you start thinking about what they're asking for, 120 or 100 million, it's outrageous, dude. Well, the, well, the, well, that's kind of where I, I kind of feel like maybe we aren't as dumb as we look because we're not just gonna go here. Here you go. You know yes. what I mean? And I, Brewster Dortmund are probably sitting there going, "Wait a minute! Now they're making signings. They're making signings. They just spent 40 million. You know what? Smart they signings. Get... Smart. We're not paying 80 million for Jack Grealish. You know I mean, what I'm saying? The like, worst. They're... The worst thing that Jack Grealish did. Would score that fucking goal in the last fucking game to to help uh, uh, Aston Villa not get relegated, you know, for his which career. Is, which <laughs> you is know, huge. That's the, you know, he uh, they could have got relegated. He could have gone to United for on the cheap for forty. Hey, fuck it, you know. Now he's eighty million bucks. Come on, dude. That's what Jack Grealish fucked up. Yeah, I think I think the thing of it, if it is, is for him, for me, anyways. You know, he's he's a good player. And I just think that the, 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 what might hurt him is being that he is English and being that he is now on the national team, yeah. he, he deserves that money. I mean, was you Declan know? Rice going to cost us as much next year when we go after? It could. It could. And I, and, and, but the, I think the thing is, is that I think what they're going to do is strategically say, okay, look, if you're going to put the premium on these English players because they play for the England national team, because they're up-and-coming stars, we're just going to wait it out. I bet you we go after Sean Longstaff, uh, the the Newcastle kid, to replace um, Matic. Uh, Not on the national team, English, Newcastle. I know his brother Matty plays in a a higher position. Don't don't quote me, but. For me, I like Matic and I like Fred. And I I don't. Fred's dead, baby. Fred's dead. You know, I know there's rumors that he's going back to Shakhtar. I, I saw I that, that. I saw. deal, but I just, I just don't think he gets enough credit for the for the job that he does. I I wouldn't let him go. Um, I'm with you. I don't want Van de Beek to come in and play CDM. Mm-hmm. I, I for me, I think Matic and Fred should play that role. I think they should switch in and out whoever's in form or whoever's fit. Um, and then I think Scott McTominay is kind of the third wheel behind those two guys. I, I'd I wouldn't mess with it because for me, I don't want Scott to be the, the ultimate backup nope. for Matich. I, I think Fred is a, is, is a little bit better at that role. He's, he's got a bit more pace to him. He gets the ball out quicker. I understand Matich is, is more of a physical presence. He's six foot four or five, whatever it is. But I just I just don't think 
if you bring Van de Beek in and say, look, Matic is 30, 31, we need you to play that role, we need you to fit that, I can see him consistently letting that back line down because he's up trying to score a goal. And fair play to him, that's what he does, but I just I would I would keep Matic and Fred fighting for that CDM spot. All right, we talked enough about the midfield. Let's get back to defense, easy. Um, and I know we talked about Dean Anderson signing the long term. Don't want to talk about Dean Anderson. Don't want to talk about De Gea. Um, yeah. Sergio Romero is now um, rumored to be on uh, Everton's hit list, not hit list, but acquire list. Nice. Um, if we don't sort out what Dean Anderson and De Gea are, yeah, is letting is letting Sergio Romero go a benefit for the club? I just I because Joel Pereira is already out. He's already went on loan to God Charleston. I can't remember. He's a Championship club. Um, well, good for him. He might play. Yeah, no, Joel Pereira is out. So <laughs> if if we're gonna do if if this whole Sergio Romero thing goes and he goes to he goes to Everton to challenge Jordan Pickford for their starting position, then that means definitely Dean Henderson is staying at United. And then Lee Grant, I mean he's he's not gonna fucking be a backup. Don't get I mean he hasn't the dude hasn't seen game time in two years. Um, no, he maybe, played this year. Played once. Once. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed that one game. Um, <laughs> But, um, I mean, you can't have Lee Grant as a backup. Nope, it's not going to work. So, if the if, if the tr- the rumors are true and Sergio Romero goes to Everton, then the horrible scenario that I've brought up in the you know past pods of having two goalkeepers, one looking over his shoulder, the other one, hey, hungry as fuck. Hey, hey that's the one you want. You want the one that's right. hungry. One wants to right. eat. He wants a seat at the table. Right. Uh, but to start of the season, I don't want the one that's looking over his shoulder uh, because the season is going to start fast. Uh, with uh, Chelsea making the moves, we've already seen the, the, the business they've done. Talked about that. Talked about Arsenal's doing business. This week they've done their business. Tottenham's done their business too. Uh, City is still, you know, <coughs> still making moves. I mean, there's still rumored to do some stuff, and we'll talk about City here in a bit. Liverpool, Liverpool's Liverpool. I know they didn't look so hot against uh, Arsenal this weekend at the at, in the um, Community Shield, but you really can't they gauge. Look, them. You, you they can't, looked okay. You really can't they, gauge. And they, be- they played a lot of backups. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. it's a Community Shield. I mean, nobody really gives a shit about that freaking trophy. Um, yeah, I don't. They had Trent Alexander Arnold. No, and they took out like Henderson at half. They took out they took out a bunch of players towards the end of the game, and they still went, looked good though, dude. They still went into penalties at the end of the match. Um, don't want to, but this is not a Liverpool podcast, EC, so we'll, we'll refrain from that. Um, Sergio Romero, good, good thing, bad thing. Well, I mean, indifferent. What do you feel uh, about the rumors of him going to fucking um, Everton? I think he could take Pickford's spot, number one. That's the that's the first thing. I, I think he could start over Jordan. I think Jordan's dude, a, Jordan's small, dude. I mean, I really don't understand him as a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I I mean fair play to Jordan. He's he's made the national 
me. You know, he's he's done his thing, but I think Romero's better. I think he's better at penalties. I think he's just a, a better overall uh, keeper. Um, but I, it's just, I, and I and I know I get your point because I heard somebody else bring it up as well. They completely backed up what you were saying as far as you know, keepers aren't like strikers, and that they're just different. Who said that? I just want to know who. Who I've been saying that for a bit. Um, who copied my wanna, shit? It was either I. I want to say it was ESPN. I think. But they said they said it, and I thought the second person I've heard say that. I don't. I don't know it to be true, but I'm. But I will say this. <laughs> I'm just. I guess. I guess I'm just to the point where I'm like, okay, if he can't handle the fact that there's a kid who's potentially gonna take his job, mm-hmm. can't look himself in the mirror and say, I for about a decade, a decade or, or more, yes, one of the best players at my position in the whole world. Mm-hmm. So in in me somewhere is a goalkeeper. I don't know where he's been hiding for two years, but in me somewhere is a world-class keeper who plays for Spain from time to time and has been Manchester United's player of the year four times or whatever it is. If he can't dig deep within himself over all this time he's had and look across the pitch and see Henderson and go, I'm better than this kid. Like, I'm better than him. And maybe it's time for him to take off. I don't want. I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. I appreciate everything he's done. Who but are you talking to? At, Who at am the end I of the talking day, to? At the end of the day, when I because here's what I think: when you have time to to sit back and look at what we're going to do, because because look at this. This is what you have to look at. Henderson has now signed a huge deal. For me, 100 grand a week is a, is a lot of money. I, I think it's a lot for a player who, for me, hasn't he hasn't even played for us yet. That's a bigger grand a week for a lot. I'm saying a hundred. Eh, okay, for United. I mean, I'm playing with other people's money. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm playing with other people's money. And I just think Romero looked at that and said, "Okay, I mean, I was the number two. Like, yes. I, everyone called me the best number two in the Premier League and all these things. It's over." Like, United is moving forward. Well, we're not bringing we're, a number two. We're bringing in a number one. That's all you're bring, you're, you're. I think, and, and, and you're right, you're, bring, you're bringing in competition for the number one shirt. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, if, if you beat me out, then why can't, why would it not be you treat me like a number one? Meaning, mm-hmm. everyone, I'm saying, everyone, I keep on hearing people say, well, if Tejeda screws up, then you put in Henderson. Henderson screws like no, treat me like a number one. Give me my run of games. That's it. And if and then if if it's not going well after a run of games, not one game, uh, I give up a goal, and then you go here. That's not how it's gonna work. Golly, I think man. You're gonna, if you give me a preseason, because what what do they get a week at this point? Is he is he is he? Who am I talking to? Who are you? A different person? You is that bourbon wine? Change you to somebody else? That, I mean, I've been preaching that shit for how many weeks? You haven't been paying attention to me, but it took ESPN or somebody else to reaffirm what I've been saying? Well, you kept telling me that you didn't want another keeper to come in and mess with the the mind. Exactly. And what I'm saying is, I don't think you mess with the mind of De Gea or Henderson if he wins. If you tell him, look, you won the spot, whoever it is, whichever (laughs) wins the spot, Uh you, you are our number one goalkeeper so that means 
if I'm going to treat you like a number one, I'm not just going to yank you because you had one bad game. I'm going to give you a run of games. Because I think what, from what you're saying and there's other people that are saying it, is that they don't want to have another number one there because they don't want to screw up because he's coming right in. No, because look look what we did to hair, right? I mean, Sir Alex stuck with the hair. People were telling me, people were, I mean, people were at the time when the hair came in, huh? He was crap when he first got here. Let's just be real. And who did, who did Sir Alex stick with? He didn't put uh, Yanajai, not Yanajai. Janoszek, who's a backup goalkeeper at the time? Ben Foster, I think, was a backup goalkeeper at that time. Yeah. I mean, Sir Alex stuck with his kid in between the sticks through thick and thin. Yes, I'm not going to say uh, Sir Alex had, obviously, uh, Ferdinand and Vidic, you know, Evra, you know, the, the back line, you know, that they had. So it's kind of a little different. You know, it's not it's not no harry mcguire or anything but you know or for luke shaw but you know they had a solid defense to you know protect him but what i'm trying to say is you stuck with the guy you stuck with the decision because you know this guy's the future and that's what that's that's what i'm trying to say that's what i'm trying to say so whomever whomever <laughs> you've heard this other information and i have this on past pods so they must be listening to my podcast or our podcast i'm sorry you see our podcast uh they must be listening to me because i've been saying this for the past couple of pods that you don't mess with the keeper psyche that's the only position on the pitch you don't want somebody looking over your shoulder because they make mistakes and if a keeper makes mistakes at the beginning of the season those mistakes are going to cost you down the road because chelsea liverpool city <coughs> meant um they're all going to be firing at all engines, and you can't be left behind because your keeper's making mistakes at the beginning of the season. I can understand. I can understand a young, you know, you can forgive a young uh, keeper, but you can't forgive an old keeper, an old dog, you know, looking over his shoulder. That's all I was saying. All right? No, I get what you're saying. I just don't. I think it's the way that you're gonna that you're gonna have to manage. But you're not okay. I think this, hold on, time out. This whole conversation started with Sergio Romero. Uh, we, we already talked about, we already talked about um, uh, Dean Henderson and, and De Gea in the past. I know the, the, the pod listeners are not, you don't want to listen to that again. Uh, if what if and when something, a decision is made, we can revisit that. But the, the Sergio Romero, I mean, it, I don't you, do you not think that it is a clear representation that he's out, um, that it, you know, we do have the Dean Henderson De Gea matchup like you're wanting, or uh, I know you brought, you brought it up last pod, and I think I've seen it on a um, several transfer things that uh, Dean Henderson is going to be used as a sw- uh, swap deal on loan. I forgot who it was with. Maybe it was, maybe it was with Grealish. I couldn't remember. Um, but the writings on the wall with Sergio Romero leaving, great. You know, I think I think service serviceable for United, but you know, it's kind of like okay, now we know the future's coming. No, the future's here. I just it, it, this is what would be horrible for Henderson, not for United. Okay. If they have a world next year, and Henderson just can't see the pitch. What's he supposed to do? And, and that, then to, that's what you don't uh, want, man. That's what you don't want. 
So I just, I don't know. I, keepers traditionally get better with time. De Gea is only 29, 30. I love him. So it, love it him. might, it might, this might be the signing that he needed. Romero might have never scared him. He might have just thought to himself, this guy's the best number two. I'm the number one. I think now he turns up to, to training and he's like, shit, this guy's pretty damn good. And they like him. They're trying him with the number one team a couple times. You know, what, what am I supposed to do? Because I'm, sure I'm sure he's already done it. I'm sure he's played with the number ones. Let's hope Let's hope uh, that whole fiasco with the, the faxing incident and him trying to force us out of United kind of, you know, comes back and says, you know what, hey, Dale, you're not really you're not really indispensable, and we have somebody to back you up. Now get your head straight, because I think ever since then, uh, De Gea has not had had his head straight. Uh, last bit of transfer news, EC. You talked about Tiago Alcantara, right? Yes. Is that how you say his name? Uh, once a Liverpool prospect for thirty million pounds, million dollars, euros, whatever you want to call it i mean i'm not a i'm not an economic major so or an economist so i can't really tell you how much that that uh that really uh, equates to but um leaving byron uh not <laughs> not gonna resign i think uh also uh, coutinho is actually headed back to barcelona um what do you think about Quintara? Uh, I'll con- the rumors of bringing him in also, with the Vanderbeek news, um, is that is that good? Is that good bull or not? I mean, um, Thiago plays it again, attacking. He's not really a defensive midfielder. Uh, do we bring this? We just overload at that position. He make he's a good tackler though, so I don't want people to to. He, he I think it's two point five every ninety minutes. He's not a I scrub. Love that. That's what you're trying to say. But I th- I think he'd be great, and I think we're the type of club that could get him. I think the only reason why Liverpool's not pulling the trigger is his wages. What is he on? Um, he's on like two hundred. Damn. Yeah, so that's why they're not they don't have the wage bill to fit him in. Oh, never mind. We don't need him either. That's gonna screw <laughs> up. Aaron. No, I'm, I'm being serious, CC. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm being serious. I mean, you know, how, look, look, you you saw the wage bill of of what's his name. Um, Listen, uh, Phil Jones is on a hundred. Okay, Pereira, yeah, Pereira, a backup, a guy that's not going to see the field every every so often. You two hundred, two hundred grand. We saw that we saw with the Alexis Sanchez, four three hundred grand a week, four hundred grand a week, and the guy doesn't even sniff the pitch. But this is what this is what I'm saying because it, this is just this is where I met with it. We have players that like in Phil Jones <laughs> and Pereira who are not ever going to play. If you get both of those players off the wage bill and you bring Tiago in, he's going to play for about two or three more seasons. And I think we have to start getting quality players, not just the young guns, but the guys that have had experience in Champions League, winning Champions League medals. He won it at Barcelona 11. He won it this year. He was a man of the match in Champions League. I would, if if, you're talking about the final? The final, I I thought he was. Should have went to, uh, who's Coleman, definitely. King Kingsley Coleman for sure. Yeah, for for me, if he was, I didn't watch it right. But Coleman was he killed that game. But I just think that Tiago will be another great signing, another backup. Um, not that Van de Beek's gonna be a backup, but he could. But I think when Pogba goes down, when Pogba gets hurt, when Pogba's not fresh, 
I would love to see Thiago come off the bench. I mean, that's what Chelsea, that's what Manchester City, that's what PSB, PSG, that's what that's what the big dogs are doing. They're bringing in dogs to come off the bench. They're not bringing in these guys. You're like, who the hell is this guy? No, and how the hell do you team? So I just think Thiago would be great. I think it's not about the money that the club wants. It's only like 20 or 30 million. That's not a big deal to Liverpool. That's not a big deal to City or, or Manchester United. I just think his wages and, and what he might want every week is why Liverpool is like, look, we got Firmino, we got uh, Salah, we got Mane, we got Henderson. I don't even know if Trent Alexander-Arnold has signed a, um, a long-term deal yet. I don't think I don't think he's on huge wages yet. No, he's still a rookie. He, Him and that other dude, Robert, do. Yeah, he's going to demand two to three hundred a week. Really? So, Oh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is going to be a superstar, in my opinion. I is a Madrid player? I would. I mean, if Liverpool keep winning Champions Leagues every other year and winning the league, I don't see him going anywhere. He's English. I don't I mean. I don't. I don't see that rain stopping for at least another couple of years. I think Liverpool's back to are in that system that Klopp runs. I think are absolutely amazing, and I, I think I don't. I, I don't think they'll. You think they'll break it up? No, I just don't. I don't this think the year, front this year is, is this year. I don't. I'm not saying Liverpool is an anomaly. I just don't yeah. see. I think they were fortunate enough that they they had any injuries, and I think. Oh yeah, year, no, you have to no, you have to give that. I think this year, yeah. I just and with the recruitment, with the recruitment, they relied too much on their, on their, their starting players. But anyways, get back to Alcantara. I got you. No, I I think I think he'd be a good pick. I think I think he would help the club. Um, I think he could start certain games. I think he could come off the bench. Um, I just think we have to keep doing this. We, and it's not a, it's not, and I want to say traditional because he's only been here for a year. It's not a traditional Ole pick, Ole pick, but I just think the class that he has. And he's cheap. And he's he's twenty million to the club. His wages are going to be high. We can get the wages down. He's 30, 29, 30 years old. You don't have to give him the exact thing he was getting at Bayern. And unless he's trying to go to a club that's going to let him have those wages. That for me is going to be your PSG, um, your Juventus. Those those are the only two other players. That's why I feel like we're in the running to get him, and, and why Liverpool is kind of taking him back. They can't afford him. The the wage bill that they have at that club is is stupid, yeah. and we have the money to do it. And I think it's gonna it comes into play when we start letting go. I I want to say Phil Jones is on like one fifteen or something stupid like that. You get that off the books, mm. that's almost. That's more than half of what Tiago is getting, and this guy doesn't even play. Um, you know, you get rid of Jesse, you get rid of Pereira, get rid of some of the guys that are on huge wages, trade them, you get off that bill, you bring in one guy for the three or four that aren't going to play for us anyway. Um, I think I think that could help. So I would totally – I hope they are still in for him. I hope they, they go get him. Um, we saw how quick the Van de Beek deal went through. It, uh, it's kind of like an old-school pickup the way we got him. Mm. Um and and so no, I'm all for it. I, I, I hope I watched him in Champions League. I watched him just play in the German League. He's a great player. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, two hundred grand. Now that you said that, I mean, it's a lot, but you, that's what you get yeah. to negotiate. No, you you're, you're right. You're right. At thirty. Gotta, I, when I when I saw the release, thirty grand. I was like, yeah, get that. You know what I mean? Even though he's older, um, that's not a that's not a. Paying eighty, ninety million for a, 
uh, Kulabali. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, fuck that. It's stupid. You know what I mean? Because they're the same yeah. age, almost. 30 grand. I mean, 30 million. I'm sorry. Yes, I'll do it. And with this play, the way you watched him play in the, I mean, in the Byron game, he started the Champions League final. He got taken off, obviously. But uh, I think he, I want to say he was awarded the man of the match. But who knows? He might have been. He might have been. Uh, all right. Enough transfer news. Um, real quick, because I'm going to have the rest, the majority of the, the pod's going to be uh, posing, uh, me posing you a hypothetical. But um, come down, Harry Maguire found guilty by the uh, Greek court. He's going to appeal. Uh, he's already been basically <coughs> given a reprieve. Uh, told to go home by the national squad and United have told him take a couple of extra days off. It does not seem that Harry Maguire is going to get stripped of the captaincy. It's not. No official statement has been made. We talked about that last week. Um, the handling, I just want to ask you about the handling of this of United. No matter Harry Maguire, I know you said about you know him coming on. I think he did make a statement on his social media platforms about um, of what happened. I know you you know you've had a not a change of heart, but more of so a um, better understanding of what happened about his his, his sister getting actually stabbed. Uh, but no official word has come out about that, so that's just rumor. I just want to ask you about United's handling of the Harry Maguire incident. Um, and not so much about the incident itself. Uh, did we get it right? Um, in the past, Sir Alex has done the circling the horses, I guess you could say, or circling the wagons, uh, in the term he said about, um, when, when talking about Eric Cantona or David Beckham or Phil Neville getting in the English press spotlight for, or actually the negative out, you know, of the, David Beckham, the World Cup incident, Paul, um, Phil Neville, the Euro incident, obviously Eric Cantona kicking that kid, uh, that, that man in Solar Spark, uh, rallying the horses, you know, circling the wagons, I'm sorry, getting around their players and saying, you know what, you know, you're a Manchester United player, no matter what, uh, and I'll take care of everything else. Has United handled that properly? I mean... I, I don't personally think they handled it correctly as far as him being a captain. Um, it doesn't mean I, I don't I don't necessarily think I would have dropped him. I think 80 million, 85 million, whatever you want to call it, justifies you getting another chance to play. But for me going into next season and saying you're the leader, I don't know. I don't think I would have done that. I think they got stripped for a lot less, which was mm -hmm. basically saying played like crap and they took the captaincy away from him and that's what we need. We need players to call out other players and say, Hey, we need to play better. So it, it kind of, it rubbed me the wrong way. And it was mainly a, a lot of it was that, you know, uh, obviously you're out partying and you know, we got all this stuff going on as it is. And yeah, it was a horrible deal. It was, you know, you think you're getting kidnapped. You think your sister's, getting, you know, hurt, you know, all these, you know, bad things are happening, um, but 
you know, what's come out to me, what I've seen, and obviously there'll be more to it, is that he did get found guilty yep. of bribery and other things. So I can't look at that and go, okay, well, you tried to bribe a cop, you, you, you beat up some unarmed guys. That part I can kind of understand if you think you're getting kidnapped. But the fact that you, you know, turned up and, and said, well, you know who I am and we're trying to bribe people, I just – it's hard for me, even after looking at the interview, and you know, why do you do the interview? But you, it just, it just, it makes it seem as though something went down. You and I will probably never know because mm-hmm. we weren't there. He's gonna go back, and behind closed doors, that's gonna get handled. We're not gonna know who got paid off or what, and yet he'll still be the leader of of all these guys. Again, I'm not saying you drop him and you put Lindelof in, and that's not a, that's not a okay you know, let all the players get away with whatever. Yes, the wages are big, but I just think you're back now. You've been released. You're able to play. I would play him. But if I'm going to give the armband to someone, it's going to be someone that's doing it on and off the pitch. Um, Because, unfortunately, I know they're not role models, and Charles Barkley has the ultimate line, and, you know, we're not role models in that, but... um, you, you have to be able to show that you can take care of business on and off. And I think on, he's proven he played every minute, didn't get injured. Uh, he's, he's done it there. But I think the off-the-field stuff, this would have been a perfect uh, transition for him um, to let Bruno Fernandez be the captain. Um, you know, he's hadn't been there long, but neither has McGuire. I think McGuire got it in his first year. I think that was the first big mistake. Um, I think you you give it to Bruno and then let Maguire just focus on playing football. And, you know, if something were to happen with Bruno, I don't think it ever would. You know, maybe you could look at giving it back. Or when Bruno gets subbed off, you give it to Harry as as like a co-captain type of thing. But uh, you can't deal with one guy who's calling the players out, strip it from him, and then the other guy goes out and gets found guilty of something, and then you go, no, you're you're fine, just take some time off. I mean, why do you get dropped from the England squad? If it, if everything's fine, you go back to your normal life as it is. You don't get dropped from England squad. You, you don't, there's no extra time off. You just come back to England and everything's fine because you did nothing wrong. So I think Ole had a prime opportunity. I hope it's not a sign of things to come because I just don't think this was a way to show especially what he's trying to do, young, up-and-coming players, um, that this isn't – it's not – it's nearly not the look that I was I was hoping for. Yeah, I understand. Um, because it just gives a, you know, a thing of lawlessness, right? Um, the kids are in the store. And this is, this is where I said about Ole, where I lost faith in him. As a manager, hopefully, hopefully Sir Alex puts him down since now in the end of the season, brings him in his house and tells him, look, dude, you need a your whole deal of being buddy, buddy with these guys. You can't, you know, what I mean, you know, Rashi, uh, you know, Martial, you know, like Tony, you know, all the, you know, Greenie or whatever, you know, just having these. You know, buddy, buddy, because Sir Alex was never really buddy, buddy with these players, because he knew it was a business. But Sir Alex knew how to rally the troops. You know what I mean? 
Hey, you you messed up. Hey, <coughs> you can't you can't really say that what Eric Cantona did at Sohurst Park was just as egregious as what Harry Maguire has done, right? And Mykonos, right? Because hey, yes, he was provoked by a fan, and don't get me wrong. Yes, I'm not gonna say that, and we have that, but the dude kick somebody man it's just that's assault and it's a round <laughs> it's a round, it's a round it's a kick to the face with cleats with on. A boot on yes and yet sir alex what did he do he said you know what he's still a united player and then he came back and what he was still our captain so i mean back the guy to play i don't say he shouldn't I, play I, I, but yes that's what i'm saying like if we're gonna do you know i think we need to rally our troops, you know, back him. Hey, he messed up. He, I mean, I mean, he needs to make a statement saying, "Yes, I messed up. I shouldn't have been that intoxicated, and I apologize." And sometimes I think this is what we get in in today's society, uh, especially in politics. You don't get nobody apologizing for nothing. I mean, in politics and sports, uh, um, Alex Rodriguez. I you know busted for steroids. Just apologize for doing it, and then, and then we'll forgive you. Andy Pettit did the same thing. Andy Pettit says, "Yes, I'm sorry." I'm you know, and then you know, Andy Pettit. What? He's still a, a you know, he's still a you not a Hall of Famer with the White Yankees, but you know, it's he's still a great with the Yankees. I mean, it's just, it's a pe- it's a pe- it's a people who deny it till the end that and don't give her any remorse for the fact that they fucked up. Is the ones that are you know that that nobody you know everybody has an issue with, right? Yeah, it's Palmero waving his finger and in, in, right. in, in the in the face and telling him you guys don't know what you're talking about, and then you come to find out, yeah, he did, and you just look like a you look worse exactly. than you did if you I mean, would have just said you know what it was a pressure of trying to, to to deal with this club and the pressure of getting two hundred forty five million dollars and the pressure of being United captain, whatever it was. If you just own it and say, look, this is what I did. I screwed up. But like I said, I think he doubled down and said, I'm not apologizing because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, and that's so, um, that's my issue with him. Yeah. That's my issue with him. It's like, hey, I should understand my, my – I mean, I mean, he knows – he should understand the surroundings, period. Um, don't let get some – like you think you said, some Algerian gang star, you know, talking shit to you. You know what? Hey, you know what? Fucking move to another fucking venue. Don't have that, you know. And that's ill. That's that's the mentality, and that's where I agree with you. On if you're not smart enough to do that, well, you're not smart enough to be a United captain. And I agree with you. <coughs> Bruno should wear the armband. Um, somewhat, I think De Gea, if he saves the club, should. But get it resume his. They should never took it from him. Exactly. It, it might have. Yeah. Been- with his head because but I think I think that's all I mean but that's a Mourinho thing not the hair thing right? yeah no I but I just feel like he had it mm-hmm. and then he he criticized us after the Newcastle game because we play like crap and they took it from him yeah and I just the reason you took it from him is because he wasn't being politically correct and you want your captain to only say positive things and he didn't do that I mean Roy I mean positive things Roy Keane said Listen, I was shocked, but I but for me, I was like, okay, I understand what their policies are, yeah. and they probably 
brought him in that room and said, if you ever say anything about United in any negative way, I'm sure Ed Woodward chewed his butt after that interview. And that, to me, is not good because you have to have people in your camp that are going to say to the world, we're better. He, he literally said, we're Man United. We don't play like that. And I was like, yeah, that's, I'm with that because <laughs> we play like crap. Yep. So I just I don't I don't want plastic. Like I said, I don't know all the facts. Mm-hmm. I just know he got found guilty of, of, of what he got found guilty of bribery and assault and some other things. Um, and so, like I said, and I'm not saying let's drop him, let's trade him, let's. I'm not I'm not on that. I believe in second chances, but. I just think the armband means something, especially at United. And um, I think now, like I said, he comes back to the club in a couple weeks. He'll have the armband on, and it'll just be the controversy in Greece. It it won't be – it's not going to be that big of a story until it gets drummed back up again, and I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I think there's going to be some money involved, um, quick payout, fine, and I think it'll be be good to go. I just – Hope he has a better season. I hope they get him a, a center back pairing to go with him. I wish him and his, his sister all the best. Um, I just you can't play it both ways. Like it just has to be consistent and firm. That comes from the top and it trickles through the club. Quick fact check, EC. Uh, I misspoke uh, when when Roy Keane did speak out about it against the club. I think that was his demise um, per his biography so when he was injured uh he you know he was asked to call a game on man man united television he called it straight and uh, he got a calling from the manager so roy king got let go so my bad fact check uh yeah he really like you said you can't really talk shit about the club or else you get consequences all right dc do you want um we have a limited time i'm gonna play a real quick game let's do it all right I just want to tell many United fans out there, please forgive me for anything I just say. Um, I know I'm what I'm going to about to say is blas—it's blasphemous. All right. You see, last week I went on a rant. I went on a rant about Man City. Um, God, man, you see Man City everywhere now. Uh, New York, red. You know, I mean, New York City, New York FC. I mean, they think their women's club is top, you know, top of the league. They play for the Community Shield in England. Uh, they have outlet posts all over the world now. Um, I've already went on the rant. Uh, Man City is the lead pole positioner for the one Lionel Messi, number ten. Barcelona is steadfast on their seven hundred million pound uh, release clause. I'm going to give you a hypothetical, EC. And you answer my questions when asked, please. Yes. Who is Barcelona's uh, jersey sponsor, please? Barca is sponsored by Adidas. Barca? Aren't they? I thought it was Nike. Mm, Google it. I think it's Adidas. No. Aren't they? No, it's Nike. They've always they've been sponsored. Yeah, it's for Nike. Oh, so game yeah. over already, you see. Check, th- check. I'm going to check right now, Barcelona. I thought they were Adidas. Maybe they are Nike. 
I don't know. I don't know. I think Nike. Do I see a swoosh there next to the across from the? Oh, here we go, EC. Yes, you make me question myself, EC, and I really don't like it. Uh, I'm always right. I'm all I'm forever minded. Uh, it's Nike, EC. They've been they've been Nike for many years. Um, who is Barcelona's top player, EC? Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, and he's seven Lionel. million. Lionel, Lionel, whatever you want to call him. Who is uh, Lionel Messi's boot uh, sponsor? Who is he sponsored by? Now, Messi's, didn't she have some? Now, his boots are Adidas boots. Uh, Adidas. You are correct, sir. You yeah. are correct, I sir. I some of those a couple years back. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you this big hypothetical. Uh, I know I sent this to you the, two days ago. Uh, so I needed to, to give some back backstory to to the people on the pod. Hypothetical, easy. If Lionel Messi has a seven hundred million dollar clause, you said in the last pod that he, um, I think he was going to put up some of that monies to to get out of that to get out of that you know position that he's in. In the past, it has been rumored that uh, Paul Pogba was is also sponsored by. Uh, by by um, Adidas, uh, and they were getting into, I guess, negotiations for the move of Paul Pogba to I can't remember who it was. They were going to basically front the money. Say Adidas, say United put up a hundred million. The hundred million they're, they're using for Jaden Sancho, they put it up for um, uh, Lionel Messi. Say Lionel Messi puts up a hundred million of his own monies. Adidas puts up the other five hundred million to go to United, or I mean, who knows? Whatever. Say United say we can't afford your. I think he's what on almost on eight hundred million, eight hundred thousand pounds a week. You see, right? It's forty six. Forty six thousand. 646,000. 646,000 pounds a week. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, 700-something pound euros or whatever you want to equivalent to, 800 million. Anyways, so they say, you know what? Uh, we'll give you the proceeds from your jersey sales uh, to offset. Um, we'll give you, say what we're paying to Lexi Sanchez, 400,000 400, pounds a week, um, euros or pounds or whatever you want to call it. Is that good business? Would that be a would that be a something to, to entice Lionel Messi to come to United? Because I know I think in the initial question I asked you is, what Adidas team in Europe can afford Lionel Messi, and which one can put up, you know, put up that option? Um, obviously, since I asked you that question, I have added the fact that United had put in a hundred million of their own money, the one that's actually going to go to Jaden Sancho, um, and we've also seen. The what it has done for Juventus in jersey sales across the world, as United is um, a global brand and not just a regional brand. I'm I'm not saying Juventus is a regional brand, but Juventus is not on the um, United scale. Maybe yeah. maybe Bayern Munich uh, somewhat, but Bayern Munich still lags second. Yeah. 
right uh to prevent him to go to man city which would probably make it with his pumas it doesn't matter if that would prevent him to go into man city with with uh, with guardiola would united and adidas um make this power move to prevent that takeover I, and and it is it would be a takeover if Lionel Messi goes to um, Man City, you're looking at, I'm saying a decade long of Man City, a Man City being Man City, and you're looking at money's pouring in left and right that is going to leave United in the dust. It's it's hard. I think if you asked this question in 2013 when Sir Alex is there, I, I could I could see him. First of all, let's just talk with what you're saying first. All right. Is it is it possible? Yes, it is. Because, like I said, and like I told you before, he strongly wants to get out of there. Oh, yeah. So there's no question in my, in Who my heart. Who doesn't? It seems like it seems like Suarez and... Vidal exactly. already pff, putting in transfer. Everybody's trying, everybody's trying to get out of that ship. It's sinking. The, the the structure at the top is is fading. It's been fading for the past three years. I I think yes, that is something that they that he's probably looking at his agent and saying things like that. He's probably saying, "What are all of my options? What are the scenarios?" Because I do not want to put on that shirt again, and so. I think everything's on the table, is what I'm saying. I think the timing is bad in the manager, and I, I don't want people to think I'm saying <clears throat> that Ole's crap. What I am saying is that he knows Pep, and I think that's what what Pep just has over everyone, um, you know, is the fact that he's not going to have to come to Europe or to England and feel like an outsider. He would definitely know the manager – um, the players, I think, because of who he is, they're going to respect him. Um, he's going to play whatever the hell position he wants to play. Um, I think if he comes to United, you got to think the last year that he just had, this is the first year in his career that he, he didn't win anything. Um, I'm not saying we're not going to win anything, but I think if I'm looking at it from, you know, we talked about Tiago, we talked about um, players and, and where they might go. If I'm a player and, then I, and I'm picking, right? Mm-hmm. If you're saying I get to pick, right? I'm Messi, I'm, we're talking about Messi, best player in the world. I'm going to go to the machine that's already fixed. I think we still have some missing pieces. I think that's where we're at. Well, I mean, and we I, have Pogba Worldy, right? We have Pogba Worldy. Yes. Bruno, we, we, do. we have Bruno. We, I mean, we do. do we have not we do. a better defense than uh, City? I think our defense is better, yes. Okay, do we have a better goalkeeper? I mean... Ederson, Ederson, uh, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give the fans a little clue in who I have in my fantasy draft, but Ederson, Ederson, I would say that it's about a wash on right. the keeper situation. All right, strikers, I, strikers. I think, um, I think it's about Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford, your boy Martial, and and the young. The young gun, Billy the Kid himself, Mason Greenwood. I think we have better strikers. Okay, on. all right, but we don't have the better coach. That's what you're saying. The and better just, pieces and the better bench. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and I just think I just think Messi's not gonna want to do a rebuild. I just think we're in a rebuild. I just say it's bad timing. 
If this was 2013, but Pablo's a worldie. I think he's good. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, if I'm a young player or a Messi, who's a, who's his 33 is somebody's 23. Most okay. players 23. Right. 23. I don't think he's gonna want to go through another season of not. What he's used to winning everything. He's used to at least playing in the Champions League final. At least you know winning the. I just don't think he's gonna want to do a re. We're in a rebuild phase. Like we're trying <laughs> to get to catch Liverpool and City. He would rather go to a team, especially because for me, I think he only has like two more years, maybe three tops at this level. Now look Bart at Ronaldo. Drew. Look at Ronaldo, man. Ronaldo is a physical specimen, though. Like, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, to me, they're two different beasts. In that, I feel like Ronaldo, the, the work that he does, and you can look at... No, yeah. He just, he just his body's just different. And I think if you if you're gonna if you're gonna make the option to come to the prim, which Ronaldo's already proven himself in, Messi who already gets hit, people are gonna come here and try to knock his head off because he is who he is. So I just think that the 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 coaching thing is the big thing. I don't think he knows who Ole is. I think he knows Pep, he knows his C V mm. and I think Pep's looking at it going, I haven't won Champions League. I've won this league. I've got great players. I've won trophies, but the Champions League, I don't think he's won it since 2011. I'm pretty sure, with no, Barca, right? right? Yeah, you're right. So, just I did. I just think that Pep reached out right away and probably said, "Hey, I'm not trying. You know, are you okay? I don't think he was like, "You got to get the fuck out of there." He probably was like, "Look, we'll take care of you. You but, can play the number ten. I know De Bruyne is the man, but." You're going to come in. He's going to respect you. It's going to work. I'm going to play you in this spot. He probably has already talked to him tactically about how he's going to fit into the money. System. See, the money. That's all about oh, the money. $700 million, Easy. Who's going to put the – who's going to front that? Because the sheiks, the, those sheiks ain't. Well, especially after they just got away with their financial fair play case that they just won. Exactly. They're not, not going to want to. That's why I feel like he's in a, he's in a crappy position. He's put himself there because he's one of the best ever. No. So the buy was is seven hundred, and it should be. It's gonna be. You got coronavirus. You get. You, there's too many things that for me. That's why. I, that's I why I pose the question. You see. No, it's it's who. No, it's, I mean, who can afford it? I mean, who can afford a hundred million? Boom! Right at the bat, Messi wants to front up half. Hey, you get jersey sales. Adidas. Adidas was trying to do that shit with Paul Pogba too. They put up some cash, they get him out of that contract, and they bring him to United, and those jersey sales, you talk about the prodigal son coming home, the number seven, which is Cristiano Ronaldo, you're yeah. talking about the number 10, obviously you're going to have to strip Rashford of the number 10. Oh, um, you yeah. wouldn't even be a question. Yeah, he Rashford, would probably, you'd give it to him. Probably lay yeah. it down on the ground for him on a better roses if he came. A number 10 Messi jersey in United. Jersey sales, endorsements, anything, whatever you want to call it, and with Adidas, they can they can do what they want with the uh, marketing. Give Messi a portion of it, and say ten percent. Get United another forty percent. Adidas another fifty. Everybody's all happy because you know what you're making hand over fist. 
And if you know what, if Adidas is listening to this podcast right now, I just want to be the first person to say it. And I need a I need a little one percent of that little cut. <laughs> All right, I need a one percent because I'm gonna sue a motherfucker if if if, if, if what is this August thirty first and. If the transfer window comes and Messi comes in and my my prediction, because I don't know, you see, I'm the only one predicting this shit, right? Listen, I don't think it's I don't <laughs> I, I'm I'm not I'm not making fun of you. I don't think it's far fetched, and let, let me tell you why. All right. The reason the reason why the likes of Tiago are falling off the list for clubs like Liverpool. Again, it's not the twenty million. It's the fact that we have the wage bill to take it on. We have the hundred for Sancho. Liverpool don't have that right now. Chelsea, it basically <laughs> said, Lampard, we're going to give you whoever you want. He signed four or five players. They're rolling on. They're doing their thing. I just think that if any club, especially after City just got you know a slap on the wrist, essentially. I don't see their lawyers telling the club, look, this is business we want to mess around with. Because if, if a deal gets done, mm-hmm. you're saying all these things, and what if a deal... It's going to have to be something like that. It's going to have to be... No one is going to give anyone $700 million. It's going to have to be some maneuvering here, player swap there, contract move to this. It's not going to be one club going, here's, here's $700 bucks. It's not happening. I don't care how – so it's going to have to be something like you're saying. It has to be because he's going to get paid, and he deserves to get paid. He may not be able to get the same every week that he's getting. He may have to take a cut, and I think he will. I think that's how bad he wants to leave, and I don't think he wants his legacy to be one of not going to a major top club. And I think for me the only – because I think he's a great player. But I think when, when people chat to me about, like, the, the conversation of the two of them, the Ronaldo-Messi chat, I always say he's proven it in three different leagues, guys. Like, you got to stop to, you got to stop right there for him. I'm with the same with and, you, brother. And so Messi, Messi can, can say, hey, look it. I did it at Barcelona since I was eight or nine or seven or whatever crazy number it was. Now I got a chance to go to – and this is at the tail end of my career – go to the prim, and I, I think he would score 30 goals. I think if you put him up front in the front three or behind the front three, I think he scored 30 goals, maybe more than that, today, right now. So he could really cement himself and change the, the argument. Because for me right now, I, I tell people all the time, you can talk about all the stats you want to. When, you, when, you, when they talk about transfers coming into a new club, they always say it's going to take a long time. It's going to be rough. You're going to have to adjust to this, the food, the language, the culture. Ronaldo just hits the ground and runs. He, do, he doesn't even run. He sprints. I'm sorry. I apologize for saying it. He sprints wherever he goes. So if Messi were to come here, I don't know that 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 it would be that easy, but I think it would. I don't know because you never know what transfer, but I think he'd come in and it'd be, it'd be a madness. Yeah. So any any club that could get him, it would be it would be amazing, but it's gonna have to be, like you're saying, a mastermind, his agent sitting behind the wheel saying, "Hey, look it, we're gonna give you this, but we need that back. We know we make six forty six a week, but we'll take five hundred. It's gonna have to be some wheeling and dealing going on, 
and because Barca hold all the cards. Everybody wants to leave. One of the best players of all time wants to leave. They, don't they got the cards in right now, so they're sitting back going, look, you want to leave, leave. They're $700 million. You're 33 years old. I guarantee you that's what the president's saying. I mean, he's, no, he's, they, they think the best case scenario is for him to get out of his contract. He needs to sit out a year, so he loses a year. That's not that. that 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 that's an option. But for me, I'm like, look, if you're just gonna sit out a year, that means you come back. You're 34. I mean, terminate your contract, cut your losses, and come on to America. Just get it over with and come to America. David Beckham, because here he's, come. Gonna, <laughs> he's, he's gonna come anyways. They all come to America to to get a farewell, yeah. get a fat check. He'll get the most anyone's ever gotten. He'll be he'll be at Miami probably because that's where Beckham is or whoever else owns you know a club that's famous. He'll go there, and 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 that's what he'll do. And I would hate for him to go out like that. It's clearly it hasn't been working at Barca. It hit the fan when you lose eight to two. So I would love to see it. Trust me, I'm not I'm not against it. I don't even care. I don't care. You name the player, take him out, put Messi in. Yeah. Like I how I feel about him. Um, United included, so it would be great. But I think what you're saying that might not be how it goes, but it's going to be something in that ballpark. There's no way around it. It's impossible. I don't care what club you are. You don't have 700 million for a player. You don't no, have it. No, I mean, I mean, like you said, financial fair play. Um, I mean, it's just it just yeah, doesn't. Yeah. He, yeah. he has to. He has to step up, and he has to say. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to either pay, take a huge pay cut, or turn release clause. Like a, uh, I um, basically pay. say Barcelona is going to get a percentage of jersey sales. You know, they, something like that. Um, yeah. It, and and Barcelona gets something sort of. You know, I don't. I don't. I think it's going to be an <laughs> ugly, drawn out, just, you know, dispute. Um, like and, I said, and, the game was the game was hypothetical. Um, this is my, in my brain, what I thought, uh, could happen. I mean, what, if it does, because like I said last week, uh, we can't afford for city to gain any more power. Uh, and this is a power struggle guys in United and in the prem, it's a power struggle for me between United and city. And if city gets the group, one of the, how do you say let me correct. Let me make sure I phrase this correctly. He's top five all time. That's how I. That's all how right, I tell people. All right, he's then. Top, he's top five. All time. Time. Oh yeah, he's top five all time. One of the top five greatest players ever, because my favorite ones are Ronaldo. Um, uh, you're at at the time that they're getting him. Um, I think it could be a. They can have a stranglehold on, over United for the next couple of years. And I think that could be very, very devastating to us, especially the way we do business, the way the not we, the Glazers and uh, Woodward do business. So <clears throat> that's the game, guys. Um, again, again, if, uh, mark the mark the tape, mark the tape. Um, if this happens, I expect one percent of any deal that goes on with United and Messi, uh, because I said it first. Um, you happens. Could, we're putting this on YouTube. YouTube, like right? Next, right? Exactly. The the Don't Read Me podcast will take all proceeds available to that. 
All right, you see, man, it's been a fun night. I know uh, you've been sipping on that um, brandy uh, wine. Brandy wine is that what kind of? It's like a bourbon. Bourbon wine, wine. A bourbon wine. Good stuff. Yeah. You've had a you've had a eventful weekend. Again, uh, tell your tell your lovely uh, better half uh, happy anniversary to from the Dover Enemy Podcast. But yeah, I mean, we've had a we've had a pretty pretty eventful pretty eventful day. A lot to do, guys. It seems like it's gonna be coming hot and hot and, hot and heavy. I don't want to say hot and heavy because kind of seems like a that Friends episode. You know, we're getting hot and heavy. Um, but guys, we're um, you know the transfer news is coming quick, so hopefully we have some content available for you. But uh, we're done for tonight. So you see, say say la vie. Yeah, see you guys later. Enjoy those international games and enjoy those German games are going on right now. French games, actually. Sorry. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Uh, special thanks to uh, the row from the Rona podcast, uh, French, uh, Mark Hutchison from <laughs> the South Texas Trainwrecks, Victoria Matsavice from the Allison One Air Food Truck here in South Texas, and Lucky Diaz, where you at? Pardon my French, but Cameron is so tight that if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass, in two weeks you'd have a diamond.